1: Is No Credentials Required covering sports around the mighty 518 part of the Belly Up Sports Podcast Network in association with Godzilla Media? Here is your host, Ryan McCarthy.
3: Good evening, everyone. Welcome to No Credentials Required. This is the live edition of No Credentials Required where you don't need a press pass to talk sports. We are presented by Belly Up Sports in association with Godzilla Media here in the 518 area. Just want to remind you before we continue, just want to remind you about our social media channels on Twitter, Instagram, and yes, it's true, we're also on TikTok, No Creds REQ, Facebook.com forward slash No Creds REQ on YouTube. Just search No Credentials Required. If you're watching on YouTube right now, hit hit the subscribe button, hit the notification bell, that way you know when new... Uploads or live streams go on the air. And hey, this is also going to be a podcast form. So go ahead and subscribe where you subscribe. Uh, Spreaker is our home base. But if you want to check us out, also on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, iHeartRadio, Amazon Music, wherever you podcast, any platform is available. If you can also rate and review, five stars is preferred, which would be very optimal. Also leave a review. I might even read it on the air if you leave a review that way. And also that way, most uh, a lot of people will a lot more people will know about this podcast and uh, listen. So I'm going to go ahead and bring in my panel for tonight. We got a group of a uh, group of gentlemen. We're going to talk football, 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 and uh, maybe some other stuff, too. <laughs> so I'll go ahead and bring in my panel to my right. We have from White Heat and Katie's corner, one of two of our podcasts on Godzilla Media. Brian, Katie, Katie, how are we doing tonight, bud? I'm
2: doing well. Do you do any of the TikTok dance trends at all, too? While you're at it?
3: No, and you'll never oh. see me. And you'll never see me. Not <laughs> either.
2: Okay, just want to make sure.
3: No. And to my the bottom left, I have team president of the Albany Empire. No, I'm sorry, back-to-back national arena champion. Albany Empire, and co-host of LeVac and Goss Podcast. We've got the Jeff LeVac. LeVac, how are we doing tonight? How are you holding up from parting this weekend?
0: I'm, I'm very good. Uh, everything is, is great. I, I just go back to, you know, what uh, Frank Sinatra and Dean Martin always said. I I pity anyone who doesn't drink. They feel as good as they're going to feel all day when they wake up. So uh, I feel great. I'm uh, living the dream and still more of like a championship hangover than anything. <laughs>
3: All right, and to my bottom, to underneath me is from the Captain Lou Extravaganza. We have Lou Gamelin. Lou, how are we doing tonight?
4: Hey, I'm doing great. Hey, kudos to you. Five stars to you. You pronounced my last name right. That is rare. Thank yes. you. <laughs> <laughs>
3: If everything else goes wrong in this live stream tonight, at least I know I got that right.
0: Hey, it's <laughs> all downhill from there, Lou. All, all downhill, downhill from
3: here. <laughs> you got it. No, it's, it's, this will be fun. Thank you. All right. So we're going to dip into uh, we're gonna dip our toes in some football here. Uh, the first thing I want to start out with is controversy or non-troversy. Uh, John Calipari, basketball head coach of the University of Kentucky Wildcats, their basketball team, uh, they uh, he had some uh, interesting comments about Kentucky's football team, and I don't know if you guys had a chance to check out his comments or not. I'm gonna try. Uh, I forgot to bring. I forgot to bring them up before we went on air, but uh, said something to the effect of uh, basically why they trying to steal our thunder. Um, it, yeah, it's it, do you guys? I mean, I'll start with you, Katie. Is it a good thing if? a university basketball team disses the football team is that good for for school morale or is that just a, a really bad just a really bad take
2: i mean any kind of infighting isn't really a good thing like but the thing is i kind of i get the angled calipari was going for he's trying to get like a new practice facility for the team is that was like that was basically the the motivation that or what he was being asked about leading into the quote that caused all the the mess that he's got with Stoops um so I kind of understand what he was aiming for um mm. just super poor execution on John's part cuz he's he's one of those few coaches that uh it, it, things don't necessarily filter up here before they come out <laughs> <laughs> so um <laughs> Yeah, he's he's just one of those guys that tells it like it is for better or for worse. And it's just it's one of those things where the infighting doesn't isn't a good look, but I'm sure him and Mark will hash it out and it'll be a non-issue. It'll be a dead issue pretty much before the football season even starts.
3: Yeah, so so apparently this is what the this is. This is what in response to the Kentucky Wildcats football team. Uh, receiving approval to get a new f- to renovate their football facility which you know you know what i'm okay with that because kentucky kentucky's football is on the up and up right yeah. now in the sec and especially in the sec east they're contenders for that east division title right now but this is basically what calipari had to say and i'll say this uh starting with a quote this is a basketball school it's always been that alabama is a football school so is georgia i mean they are no disrespect to our football team. I hope to, I hope they win ten games and go to Bulls. At the end of the day, that makes my job easier, makes the job of all of us easier. But this is a basketball school, and we so we need to keep moving in that direction and keep doing what we're doing. End quote. Hmm. Lavac Le,
0: uh, <sighs> What's wrong with what he said? I don't even like I don't even feel like it was yeah. that derogatory. Okay. I mean like if he had said, "Why are we wasting money on these like troglodytes or something?" Like if he like threw some some like you know Bobby the Brain Heenan insults in there or something, I might have been it and human, go,
3: "Why the waste, waste the for, for good nice facility on those humanoids?" Yeah, something <laughs> like that. Uh,
0: maybe I would understand what was going on here, but like as sports fans, is there a single one of us who like when we first think of Kentucky, we go, "Oh man, that that quarterback can really spin it." No, it's usually like. I wonder if Calipari is gonna be able to get back to the tournament. I wonder if uh, you know, how many times it, you know are they gonna get caught, you know, tampering and, and doing something stupid to the basketball team. It's not usually about the football team, but also like old school radio knowledge. Some of the best crossovers are when people think you don't like each other. So like if if you know Godzilla Media. I if I talk smack about white heat, it's not only because it sucks. It's because that gets people to go check it out, and then and then if if I do it perfectly, then Brian has no choice but to say, "Well, yeah, but LeVac and Gaz and the Empire coaches show are garbage." Or you know, listen, whatever. Something, something. So somebody'll go, "All right, let me go look." Like you just, it's it's showmanship. It's old school showmanship. Yeah. He's doing he's actually doing the football program a favor.
3: I do want to say that the Empire coaches show is uh, is. Perfect the way it is. You, you and you and Coach Tom and us are are top notch and being. I, think owned, it, I <laughs> actually
0: think it's the leading like friggin' draw on Godzilla <laughs> right now, and I'm not even joking. Like I think I, everyone I, in the I, NAL can't. watches it.
3: No, I, I, I would not be surprised. I mean, it's a, it's a great, sh- a, it's a great show, and B, you get to see, you get to see a head coach being giving us uh, providing as much candor as possible, especially in, in this kind of. uh it's kind of industry of professional football, and last week we were you were joined by the uh, the owner of the Empire, Mike Horta which was also which was which brought a lot of uh, a lot of spice you know, to the sea <laughs> smoke to, to, uh, to the sea smoke to the sea smoke grill. Down in, He's good uh, for that. Yeah, it was pretty spicy. He, he gets was, it going.
2: I was gonna say, did you put like an NSFW cl- disclaimer on that one for for Mike? Or <laughs> I don't know how to do that. So, no, just run with it. Just go. <laughs> nah, just,
0: go it. Yeah.
3: just go with it. Just go with it. Captain Lou, just want to get your uh, perspective. What do you think of this? Uh, what do you think of this? Those comments. Well, on Calipari? I got to tell you,
4: I've never really had much respect for Calipari to begin with. He's always been one step, one step above the law, no matter where he's gone. And whenever he's got to share the spotlight, he's an egomaniac, so it doesn't surprise me. You know, he wants it all on him, and it might help the football program to bring them a little notoriety because he's talking about him. But if he doesn't get his way, and if they're not the number one, Spotlight, then, or if he doesn't have it all, then he's going to do his best to get it back. And that's what he's doing, in my opinion. And to you guys' credit, and I agree with you, it will help the football program. But, you know, if he isn't number one or he doesn't think he's number one, he's going to make it look like it. So uh, I just think he's an egomaniac and doesn't surprise me.
3: Well, I'll put it this way don't get beat by, uh, a 15 seed in the uh, in NCAA and kill everybody's brackets, maybe we'll yeah. get some respect back. Uh, yeah. I mean, that's why everybody's thinking about football, not basketball in like Kentucky these days. Yeah. Well, here, here's yeah.
2: the other funny thing too, is that, you know, they just got approval for this. It's not like it's built and it's about to open and there's going to be this yeah. big old ceremony.
3: Yeah, it was whereas, six months
2: ago. Whereas down in Gainesville, Florida just opened a brand new $90 million football facility. That's wow. where, Just absurdly over the top. No need for all this crap. Do you hear the basketball program complain about that? Do you hear about their great softball program complaining about that or baseball program? No, because it's good not just for the football team, it's good for all eyeballs to see if they can get people on campus in the end. Because in the end, it's also about admissions and getting money in in the door. That's all. You uh,
4: You know how much Tom Izzo is putting into Michigan State's football program and their facilities? It's millions, and there's no ego there. And so I just. When I look at Calipari, it's just another, to me, he's just, I don't know. Like I said, I've never had much respect for him. He's won, but he's tainted, in my opinion.
3: But has he ever had recruits? Have they ever gotten strippers for his recru- recruits? No, they haven't. Like, an, like another uh, coach somewhere in Kentucky? Touche. Touche. Oh. <laughs> wow.
0: Maybe. See, that's the thing with him, though. If he did, it's just we would find out about three years after we moved on.
4: Yeah,
1: exactly. Great <laughs>
0: right.
3: point.
2: <laughs> but here's the fun thing: that coach is now just a couple hours south of us down in Iona. So if we that's really true. want to party one night, I'm just yeah. saying, figure out what the is. None of us, none of us the have the well. vertical
0: that's going to get him to pay for our strippers.
3: Yeah, no, <laughs> no. especially me. I, I have a two-inch two vertical. No, I am no. I I handsome. Have I have more of
2: a horizontal <laughs> than a vertical.
3: So. <laughs> oh boy. Let <laughs> me, Captain Luke, and let me, whip us in the shape. <laughs>
2: you oh,
4: go. you're looking at the wrong cat, there, man. <laughs> jump over a piece of paper. That's about it. <laughs>
0: so, so, all right. So, this is now a football podcast, and because <laughs> we don't have to yeah. jump here.
3: <laughs> yeah, this is definitely a football podcast for sure. No, but I mean, it's it's funny. Some, certain schools, you are you, you. There's a lot of notoriety to. Notre yeah. Dame, you don't think about any other sport except football. Mm-hmm. Georgia, Alabama, no other sport but football. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, I think Michigan State. I think I really think basketball for Michigan State. Right. Yeah, but but Michigan State's almost a hybrid. It's
0: like both because it was football for the longest time. Now basketball's mm-hmm. a little bigger. Football started to slowly, you know, get a little bit back. You know, Michigan itself is is football, but when the Fab Five were there, it was basketball. And you can tell the basketball fans kind of would Jones to have a chance to take back over. There's schools that can do both. Kentucky historically is not one of those schools. Right. So, yeah, there's two ways I look at it. There's a chance Calipari's trying to do the right thing by doing the wrong thing, because I agree with you, Lou. He is He's an egotistical, you know, bleep, bleep, bleep. (laughs) But there's also a chance he's looking at that money and going, you know, new hardwood would be beautiful.
3: Yeah. But there is always that symbiotic relationship in college sports. Some some sports bring in more revenue than others. I mean, think about University of North Dakota. What brings money in for their athletics department? Ice hockey. 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 Oh. <laughs> ice hockey. Their ice hockey program is renowned. They've got multiple NCAA titles, and that program brings in money for that school.
0: Yeah, but there's, there's pro, like Kentucky basketball, you know, what, what's the old, uh, the old saying, uh, uh, high, high tides rise all ships. Kentucky basketball is a heavy ship that rises all tides. Like it doesn't need, it doesn't need any other program. Like it could just, you would, they're like, they're almost like a pro basketball team. Actually, there's a good chance they're actually a pro basketball team. And those, <laughs> I was N-I- NIL now. Come on. With NIL, I didn't think it was possible. Right. And, and and now, yeah, now I just, now I just have to, try a little bit i don't even have to really hide it anymore i never have to worry about marcus canby stuff again but this it's it does its own thing and i i honestly think there's a chance that he, he realistically did this just to make you talk more football because he's good he doesn't have to worry about it and if you're talking about football and is he greedy you're not talking about him losing to a 15 seat yeah
3: by the way, a 15 seed from uh from Jersey City, New Jersey. I gotta add as a former, as someone who was born in New Jersey, it's my cross to bear in life. It explains but, so much. I know. Explains <laughs> so much. I yeah, exactly. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, this is a. I think this is this is a controversy in my eyes. It's yeah. it, it it looks like a controversy because it's it's it puts eyes on, it put eyes it puts eyes on things. I mean, it puts a bigger spotlight on Kentucky football, but. It could turn out pretty well for the football program, I and mean, they're, in, they're, in SEC, they're in an SEC. They're an SEC that's going to get bigger. Yeah, oh. within three years, they're going to have two more teams in in the in the conference. It's going to be one big happy family with Oklahoma and Texas joining them. Mm-hmm. And with the talk of a super conference, so with the NCAA, with no NCAA oversight, this could get, this could get bigger.
0: Agree, so, and if you're Kentucky, know. that football program, what are you relevant a year or two tops, and then back in the squalor for five or six, and then maybe relevant again. and You know, so just just be happy they spelled your name right. I guess is where I'd be.
3: <laughs> I think with I think with the with a guy like whose name was Mark Stoops being the head coach of the team, he's gonna draw he's gonna draw in recruits. I mean, that last name alone, Stoops. Some, yeah, but if
0: you're, but there's still that guy. Uh, what's it Saban? I've heard of him. Like he's kind of a big of, like there's still bigger deals Pop-a-sades. out there. There's, there's, yeah. There's <laughs> yeah, there's right. it's I don't know, it, it's it's such a weird, weird thing. Like I, I just yeah. think locally, right? So so U Albany is a basketball school that has a, a rising football program. Yes. Uh Siena is a basketball school that got rid of their football program. They didn't even
3: have yeah, a football in about like, 20 years.
0: <laughs> right, right. So it, it's like you see you albany is more of that symbiotic relationship, but at the same time, I, knowing coaches on both both programs they're not like arm in arm skipping down the you know the concourse going to the gyms and stuff it's it's like are you in my way okay you're not in my way then you're okay <laughs> like don't get in my way and you're okay that's that's the way it is
3: yeah all right so we're gonna move on to the nfl preseason i mean if you watch this weekend, I, I, LeVac, I know you were you had a pretty busy weekend, you know, doing other stuff with uh, your football team. But um, I don't know if you had a chance the to. The Raiders anything. were on Sunday, baby. The Raiders were on Sunday. <laughs> <laughs> oh, we got we got a take from from our from our buddy Kev with Belly Up Sports. Cal Perry should probably focus on winning a championship for the first time in a decade rather than comment on Kentucky football. And Kev from the uh, who is from the Tailgates on the Quad podcast does a lot of fo- of uh, college football. Check out his podcast. He's he's an Alabama alum who he'll tell one of the first. I mean, he he's like he's like, what's the joke? Uh how do you how do you know a person how do you know someone's an an atheist, a crossfitter, or a vegan? It's the first thing they tell you when they uh when they meet you. Uh, same with same with Alabama alum. Roll
2: tide. <laughs> See, here, here here's a quick quick comment on that. Here's the innate problem with Kev's logic, though. Is that okay oh, what what Calipari was a step ahead of everyone on a decade ago is what every big program is doing now. I mean, even to the point where Coach K started embracing one-and-dones yes. during the last few years of his career. Mm-hmm. So because you have more programs like a Kansas, a UNC, a, a Duke, Arizona, because those coaches and programs are embracing one-and-dones a lot more than they were when Cal first got to Kentucky, that makes it a lot harder. So uh, – Kentucky running rough shot. I mean, even like, look at Bruce Pearl down in Auburn. Like he yeah. might start bringing in one and dunce too. So it, it's a lot harder than it looks at this point than it was, say, 10, 15 years ago for Cal yeah. the transfer and,
3: and with the transfer portal being well, what it mess. is that you can go anywhere you want for, you know, you go to four schools, all four years in college.
2: Great. It's a mess. Absolutely. Yeah.
3: Mess. 100%. That That oversight needs to be definitely needs to be looked at and looked into for sure. Um, uh, but yeah, that's just me. Oh, and we got a comment from Kev. All I'm hearing is Cal uh, Cal Perry can't adapt.
0: Yeah, but let's well, not forget. He was asked a question. Like he answered. It's, it's not like somebody went, Hey Cal, how's the weather? And he went, you know what? We're a freaking basketball school. How did, like, it was, what do you think of the thing? He's like, well, we're a basketball school. I, I think we should focus on that.
4: You're right. You're, I agree with you. You're right. He was asked the question and you know, that's the only way he knows how to answer it, you know? And so I, I don't I don't hate on him for that. I just don't like him. But you know, yeah. I mean, well, how's he? You're right. How's he supposed to answer it? You know, that's just him. Yeah.
3: Yeah. Also, big shout out to uh, Snowman the Brian Snow, Snowman in the morning, Cole Johnson. I was on his program this morning at eight thirty-five. McAfee, thanks for the shout out. Appreciate you, uh, Mister Snow. All right. NFL preseason. Two, I'd say two things that happened that were pretty. I would say significant. Uh, one of them being uh, the injury to Zach Wilson. I'll go ahead and if you haven't seen it, I'll show it right now. Uh, I'll just disclose free and fair use, yada, 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 so I don't get struck.
0: Trying to go man to man on more. It's tough duty for anybody trying to go man to man on Jordan Davis.
1: Man in motion is CJ
2: Uzama, the tight end for New York. And on first down. Avoiding the rush. Wilson, wow. He could have elected for the sideline, but instead he dives ahead near midfield. Give him a gain of seven.
0: <sighs> the dreaded
3: non-contact injury. The junk <laughs> non-contact injury. That sucks. But... A lot of the Twitter doctors that were that were on social media was saying it's torn ACL, it's torn ACL, it's torn ACL, yada, yada, yada. Turns out he passed the ACL test the next that night, and he was initially diagnosed with a torn meniscus and bone bruise. I've had a bone bruise in my knee. It's not fun. Uh, but he's headed for surgery. He's going to get looked at, hopefully just gets the scope. He'll be back in two to four weeks. Right now, Joe Flacco is a starting QB, which is not necessarily a bad thing. But... Uh, I, I want to hand it up to you guys. Katie, I see kind of a smirk on your face there. <laughs> what does does this do, injury do anything for the Jets? For the Jets, this, this, in this, at least for the first couple of games this year, or is this that, nothing to really worry about?
2: I mean, because he tripped over the imaginary line, on like, you know, a la Daniel Jones, not too long ago. Uh, he might <laughs> want to consider not doing so much running around for the first couple of games, just to, you know, make sure he's okay. But um I mean in the in the grand scheme of the season, it doesn't mean a whole hell of a lot. For the first couple games he's back while he gets comfortable again. Yeah, it's gonna mean something. Um you know, maybe to a point where you, you kind of uh, go a little reserved with him in that mm-hmm. A, you tell him not to scramble as much, which I know Cuts yeah. down his playmaking abilities, but you, you got to tell him to cut it down a little bit. Or B, maybe if, you, if he's starting a game, say week one or week two, and you see there's no real legitimate shot of you winning by, say, mid-third quarter, just pull him and save his legs and put Flacco in for the last quarter and a half. Um, that, that, that's, that's the way I would look at it. But again, long-term, not a big deal. Short-term, he just has to adjust for the first couple games he's back.
3: My my problem with this play is that his he had a rookie left a rookie right tackle starting uh, with uh, with Mikay Becton's perpetually injured lower body, no matter where it is. Uh, he had a rookie starting at right tackle. And why did Sala have had, him in there then? Have Wilson in there or have the rookie? Yeah, guy? no Wilson. Uh, probably for reps. OK, just just because because he's a he's a starting quarterback on this offense. So, you know, you got to give him some rest. Usually preseason, it's a couple series for the first game, at least it's a couple series and you're right. out. Right. I mean, for for a guy who's in his second year, those those reps are huge, especially especially since he missed a couple of games last year. Those reps are are pretty significant. Um, But it seems like with Joe, I mean, having an experienced quarterback like Joe Flacco, who yeah, you know, his elite status is is kind of questionable. Is he still elite? We don't know. <laughs> but uh, at least having a veteran quarterback like him to back oh. you up, and he, and he, I guess he's having a heck of a camp too. Uh, it's not necessarily a bad thing for at least the first two games of the year if he's going to be playing the first two games of the year.
2: Mm, but camp non-contact drills are a little different than actual game time, so I don't know.
0: Uh, I, sometimes I wonder, like, you know, Lou, you, you and me, we're, we're, uh, you know, we, I think we're kind of cut from the same cloth on a lot of this stuff where it's like if you're going to put the guy out there, put him out there all the way. If you're not going to put him out there, don't put him out there at all. But, like, I look at a young guy like this who last year we, all we talked about was – He shows glimmers, but he needs to be bigger. He does this, but he needs to do that. I can't help but wonder if these injuries are because this kid was told he's going to put on, you know, 10, 15 pounds of muscle in one offseason and push himself harder than he probably should to get out there right away anyway. Maybe maybe just maybe a little – time. if it is just a scope, a little time to rest after God knows what he's done to himself in this offseason, not the worst thing that could happen to
4: him. I I understand that you need the reps and all that, you know, but it's like – I don't know. I've listened to a lot of coaches and in the preseasons, now I don't know if they practice together before this game. I think they don't start that until, like, the second or third week. Of Joint practices season. of this week. Okay, because uh, yeah. every coach that I've l- watched in interviews say that those practices, a lot of times, they get more out of those than they get out of the preseason game for the starters. Um. So I, I don't know. I – Ryan, I, I don't disagree with you that he needs reps. I just, in this situation with, with two rookie tackles or a rookie tackle and a guy that they just got in the system, I was shocked that he played. I thought maybe once they got their feet wet, if you will, maybe put him in this coming weekend. But it's easy for me to say that now. Hindsight's twenty twenty, So I don't know. That's the only reason why I asked that question.
3: No, I, I understand. I mean, I mean, Zach Wilson did put on some pounds this, in the offseason. He was doing that because of his durability. Uh, this was just a freak thing that just yeah. happened. I mean, as oh, a, yeah. I, mean, I myself am a Jets fan, I was in a glass case of emotion for about a good fifteen, sixteen hours. So Dude, you're about as snake bit as us Lion fans, man. <laughs> but right, I mean that that they're this team's putting their hopes for the future offense on Wilson's shoulders. Yeah. Well, now it's his knees, but, <laughs> but I, I kind of think I wonder, I had not to for wonder for weeks. It isn't. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Exactly. But I kind of have to wonder, cause that was the knee. Uh, I think that was, the knee was hurt last year when Matt, uh, when Matt Judon rolled on it during that first Patriots game. Uh, it was, did not receive a penalty by the way, FYI. Um, still a little sour over that, but I kind of wonder if he's still kind of feeling the effects of that hit and we went to cut instead of which and the first thing that's the one thing that killed me was that instead of sliding or running out of bounds like a normal quarterback would do you try to make a move try to make a superman move and try to you know try to juke out the defender who's coming at him and i kind of wondered in the back of the head is 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 mike lafleur the office his coordinator tell him get out of bounds or slide don't don't try to be the hero just get some yards and get a first down and let the play another. Let the play another play.
4: Something he'll learn from experience, especially with this. Now you know, like you said, he's just a second year guy. You know, and there is a lot of pressure on him. You you know, he can't help but look and see what happened with Sam Darnold. You know, he was a, you know, he was oh. a failure in
3: New York. So I don't know. I I had I mean I had hopes for Darnold. I thought he was doing. I, I thought he he could have been something special in new york the problem was his gm mike mccagnon was mm-hmm. too was concentrating solely on building a defense for todd bowles he was not concentrating on offense and if he got offensive players it would be in the later rounds third he he wouldn't pick an offensive guy until a third round fourth round fifth round and it would be like it would just be i mean, I mean robbie anderson was a number one receiver when he should have been a number three or number four somewhere else.
0: Well, the good news is Darnold's
3: available. <laughs> yeah. Connor Hughes tweeted the exact same thing, trying to be oh, humorous. He? <laughs> he did. He was trying to be funny and so just to just to lighten lighten up spirits, and Jets fans ratioed him. Absolutely <laughs> ratioed him. Well, he he, different GM,
0: him. there's some offensive talent out there now. I mean, maybe there's no ghosts. You know, have a little exorcist, it'll be great. Hmm. We lost Ryan. Ryan's Ryan's swearing about me in his head right now.
3: No, no, I'm <laughs> I'm getting an update from my sister. I, I have a parent who just got discharged from the hospital. So oh, uh, we're just concentrating on that. Yeah. It's to happen. But you know
2: Well let me ask this question, because you're you'll yeah. be up quarterbacks from other teams. Hypothetically, if Robert Sala is like, you know what? Screw this Joe Flacco thing. We, we need to get somebody else. Who would you prefer, Sam Darnold or any quarterback from the Steelers right now?
4: Ooh. Wow. Not
2: wow. including Kenny Pickett. Let's not include Kenny Pickett because he seems like the de facto number one right now. <sighs> so Mason Rudolph or Sam Mason Darnold? Mason
3: Rudolph or Mitch Trubisky. Yeah. Is, well, I would take is, Trubisky and Hartman will be back up. Is throwing myself off a legend option here? or?
2: <laughs> yeah, I was about to say, don't get tricked by what Trubis- Trubisky did in Garbage Time for the Bills last year. Do not let that trick you. <laughs> well,
0: wow. I, I mean, there's also a guy that Big Game Bob Saul is pretty familiar with. Jimmy G's out Bravo? there. Uh,
4: yeah. Wow.
2: <laughs> I'm not completely sold that I'm Trey not- Lance is the one yet. <laughs> well... I mean, I mean yeah, that was an option.
3: That in the back of my head, that was an option. I said to myself, J- "Jimmy Garoppolo is an option. The Jets still have a little bit of cap space if they can split the cap space somehow with the with the Forty Nineers. He's already familiar with this system. They're playing the exact same zone block, read running system, uh, read system in uh, in New York as they are in San Francisco. That's what Mike LaFleur brought with him, and Robert Sala brought with them when they came from San San Francisco. He's already familiar with the system. But the
2: innate problem with that is now you're setting up you're setting up Jimmy G to go into the same exact kind of situation he's yeah. going through right now with Trey Lance. Plus, yeah. if you put Jimmy G in, and let's say hypothetically he plays really well those first couple regular season games, if they're not using Zach Wilson, now you're setting Zach Wilson up for failure, much like you already did to Sam Darnold before he yeah. became a Carolina Panther. So it's a lose-lose situation if you go with Jimmy G. Your best option at this point is you stick with Flacco. Or you go for some low-hanging fruit on another team, like a Darnold or a Trubisky or a Mason Rudolph. Well, don't I
3: forget they also have Mike White. Yeah.
2: I, oh. boy.
4: I'd stick with Flacco. I mean, <laughs> look at what we got in Detroit. We got David Blau and uh, Tim Boyle. I would take Flacco in a heartbeat over those two bird brains. I mean, <laughs> not Jared Goff. Goff? Goes, if Goff goes down, you know we're screwed.
2: Do you want Geno Smith back from Seattle?
3: There you go. <laughs> who who I appreciate taking all those games as the uh, for the Seahawks last year, that like gave the Jets the tenth overall pick. Awesome, yeah. thanks a lot. Appreciate you, Gino.
2: <laughs> it's an option, just saying. Yeah. Yeah.
3: I I I I had a lot of heartburn and indigestion from those pick sixes that he threw. I don't know if I can Fine, go through that true again. Lock,
2: then. Let's make Gino the starter itself. Let's
3: make <laughs> it Hey, Drew Locke, Drew Locke can, uh, he, can, he can bust out those rap lyrics, man, on the sideline. At least, they, at least he knows the, the, the music before.
2: Yeah, rap be doesn't to... help you throw 60-yard bombs down the field. That's true. That's true.
3: <laughs> but I don't think he needs to go deep in that kind of system. But no. Anyway, moving on. So uh, we got to play this clip from the Buffalo Bills game this past Saturday, too. Rookie punter Matt Ariaza.
1: Mary redeemed a fifty thousand dollar cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was
3: only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true.
1: Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun with over eighty casino style games to choose from. You too could win life changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to chumbacasino.com and give them a whirl. That's chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. Eighteen plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. See them up to their neck in trouble and see how they get out of it as well. Rookie punter out of San Diego State, a sixth-round draft pick, his first punt today. And it's a big
2: one. Wow, look at this, to the 15, and it's a touchback.
1: I mean, it was an 82-yard punt. An 82-yard punt, net 62, out to the 20, and I think you found your punter. (laughs) He had two punts last out. year
2: of 80-plus yards uh, and another one here in his first punt as I a member ch- of the
4: Bills. I chased a lot of punts in my day. I never chased an 82-yarder. <laughs> 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 we well, asked
2: Good Brandon Bean yesterday,
1: how do you get a gauge on how this kid might be in the cold weather, in the wind? In a- yeah. So the brand- I, know
2: the
3: I know it's the preseason. But eighty-two yard punt is pretty
0: pretty dang. Impressive. If they don't win this year, they're not, it's just not going to happen. I mean, they've got know, everything. He's
3: just, just one more weapon in that for that team. I mean, they're already they're already pretty dang loaded as it is. Ugh. I can't seem to. I mean, if, I, I mean, I mean, I ask a Bills fan, I'll ask or ask any football fan, I can't seem to find a weakness on that team.
0: No, it, I think it's Bills fans. I think it's
3: <laughs> <laughs> we, don't no, we don't have enough tables for them.
0: <laughs> right. There's only one Josh Allen. Actually no, I'm sorry. The defense down in Jacksonville. I don't know. It it they I don't know if you can put a better roster together than what they have right now.
4: I agree. Uh, there <laughs> there's a reason why they're over/under is 12 or 12 and a half. I mean, that's so dang high. Wow.
3: Yeah, and, and with getting Von Miller as there. I mean, the, that's the one thing that the Bills kind of lacked last year was a pass rusher, or the true pass rusher. And they broke the bank for Von Miller. And if they if there's no Super Bowl and the time by the time his contract ends, it's a huge disappointment.
0: Yeah. I just I think McDermott and Bean are just that's a duo that has it figured out. Like when we used to cover the Bills cam, we go once once a year. Uh Allen's rookie year All it was, I called it football one on one. They made him break the huddle, get back in the huddle, break the huddle, get back over and over. And every time it didn't go line up the way they were supposed to, they ran or they did push ups. The next year, it was trying to get him to keep his eyes downfield and not run. You know, so now you got two guys out there with big foam pads. And every time Josh Allen looked down, or looked away from like like he was gonna run, these dudes start whapping at him with with the foam pad <laughs> like they just they know how to develop players they they know they're they're patient they've got they've got good at it on their shoulder, and then they go find a punter who can you know if he if he learns how to cough and corner this thing, forget about it
4: they're scary good, you know the only thing i in If they have a weakness, I don't know. Is it their running game? But how can you call it a weakness? I mean, I think they've got a good tandem of running backs there.
3: Josh Josh Allen is their running game. Well, (laughs) true, true. In a way. way. Yeah. It picked uh, up a
0: little bit towards the end of the year, though.
4: Yeah.
2: You know, I I look at this team and there's – only one thing that I'd say is even kind of a weakness, and that's their offensive line. Because we saw games last year where that offensive line became very styley and Josh Allen was getting hit a little too much. And those are the games where they were either, either lost, or they had to come from behind and win at the last minute. Um, that's really the only position where they might still be a little bit on the weak side. And mm-hmm. other than that, it's just... They need to keep their secondary healthy. Like they just have to hope yeah. that Micah Hyde right. and Tre'Davious White, like they all stay they, off the IL. Because and their
3: and their linebackers too. Yeah, they, had, the, some, the bat, they had, some, whole, had some injury troubles last year, not at hold, linebacker.
2: That whole defensive back seven needs to stay healthy. And if that happens, then I mean, good luck to the Pats, Dolphins, and Jets having to face them six times this year. Like, this.
3: I've already got, I've already had the, the the Jets going 0 for this year against the Bills. So I'm not, I'm not.
2: Yeah, I, I mean, like, I I don't think they're going to be alone in the NFC, in AFC East doing that. So
1: yeah, no, we got them on
4: Thanksgiving. That's uh, uh, man, I hope the turkey's good. <laughs>
2: <laughs> well, the good part is at least Detroit's the twelve thirty game, so yeah. you can go ahead and just fall asleep after that, and you can dream away the game that happened afterwards. Yeah,
3: you'll be ready by halftime, after that, you can just take a nap and not watch the rest of the game. Well, funny is uh, we're already
4: talking about going because I live about an hour and a half away from Detroit, and my daughter-in-law and her husband are hosting Thanksgiving dinner, and they live about 45 minutes away. So we're thinking, you know, we can go to the game and get back in time for dinner, but if it's going to be as bad as I think it might be, We'll we'll be there in time to uh, cook the sweet potatoes probably.
3: (laughs) Oh, so Lou, I gotta ask you. um, Can I have your unfiltered thoughts on Matt Patricia, please? Uh, What a what
4: a, I'll keep it clean. (laughs) What a tool, and you know, and it's so funny because now he's the offensive coordinator in New England, or that's his title. I put those in
3: air quotes. He's the offensive coordinator. Exactly. (laughs) You know, here's a guy. He
4: came in. You know what he reminded me of is when Charlie Weiss came to Notre Dame and wore his Super Bowl (laughs) rings there. And those guys were like, who gives a – you know what? He came in there and he stood on that pedestal. And he was – first thing he was complaining about was somebody's posture in the the reporter corps. You know, and it's like – and nobody – what, he set us back five years at least, you know, and it's just what a buffoon. He made Wayne Fonts look like Einstein. Oh, <laughs> wow. Uh, yeah. I, 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 yeah. Cap,
2: Captain, I, I'm going to say this to give you a little bit of hope. I feel like going forward, I think Coach Campbell is the right man. Well, I hope so. right Yeah.
3: Now. Dan Campbell. Um, I, like, I love Dan Campbell. He's Dan. definitely Dan, the right man for hard knocks. In a platonic like, fashion. Just FYI. Like,
2: I'm going to say this right now. For this season, they will not finish last in the division. That's going to be the Bears.
4: I think so. Chicago
2: finishes last. They're making good moves. They brought in Jamison Williams. I think a Monroe St. Browns, a chance to improve from there. There's there's decisions being made that are intelligent and not just complete buffoonery kind of decisions. Like they were making in drafts 15, 20 years ago with like the Joey Harrington's and all that. They're making smart decisions there. And then I say in three to five years, you could be a potential – playoff team coming out of that division because Aaron Rodgers ain't going to live forever as a quarterback in that division. No. Kirk cousins is up there. He's not going to live forever in Minnesota. They have no backup plan there. There's an opening there come three years from now.
4: Well, you know, my only, my biggest concern, I think I'm not worried about the offense scoring points. I, my biggest issue is the defense. We our linebacker. Their linebacking core to me is really bad. And it was exposed again in the preseason game against Atlanta. You know, when the first stringers went right down and scored, uh, Mariota marched them right down. And that's been the weakness for a few years now. And um, the defensive backfield, we got Okuda, first-round pick or whatever. He's been hurt. We're going to score points, but the biggest thing is, you know, he is changing the culture. They just got to learn how to win. All those games last year, that 66-yard field goal that Tucker hit off the crossbar – I mean, you know, it's, uh yeah, we're we're a couple years away, but to get back to Patricia, oh my God, yeah, him, those two guys came in, they thought all they had to do was show up and they're going to win eleven games, and obviously it didn't work, and you know, Hostile Vista, man, don't let the door hit your ass on the way out.
3: The thing that kills—the thing that probably kills the Fords—is that they gotta still pay the guy in the three years remaining on his contract.
4: Uh, see, they've been doing that for so many years, and
3: oh, the so have the Johnsons, so oh, the Johnsons. Oh yeah, no, <laughs> you know it's funny. You know, I was going to talk to
4: you Wednesday when you come on my podcast. Is you know you talk about the tale of two snake bit franchises. I mean, we at least you guys get to the playoffs and win a couple of games once in a couple of decades. I mean. We've had one playoff victory in my lifetime. I've been watching the Lions since 1970, and we've had one playoff win. And I was against Dallas. You know, it's it's rough, man. It really is. uh, Yeah. But I'm going to be right there against the Eagles first game. Lions are going to win by touchdown, baby. There you go. See, hey Lou, you're what, a loyal are, fan.
0: That's good. Unlike the person yeah. above me in this block who, who burned <laughs> one of his jerseys in the parking lot of the radio station we worked at and, <laughs> and started rooting for their uh, their direct opponent. Oh, so boy. I respect that about you, Lou. <laughs> it, it wasn't me. I I wasn't. I wasn't, a, I wasn't an, above. Oh, oh, okay.
3: <laughs> <laughs> I wasn't an intern cage though. <laughs> yeah, we did put you in the intern cage. I did have yeah, I was in the intern cage. Despite well, my know, rage, you, I'm just. You, despite you, my rage, I'm still an intern in a cage. Yeah, you, just, you kept <laughs> biting people, and we just couldn't have that anymore. I, you know, it's it, I'm I'm I was uh, I was the uh, the wild child. What can I say? <laughs> <laughs> the forty-two, yeah, the forty-two-year-old wild child of the station. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I like that. So we're gonna move on to our next topic in just a moment. Before I do that, I just want to give you a quick reminder about one of our. One of our affiliates here at No Credentials Required is Clutch.com. They sell great t-shirts, great apparel, MLBPA, licensed apparel, MLSPA, licensed apparel, basketball, football, hockey, vintage stuff. Whatever you fancy, get yourself some really good quality t-shirts made by really great artists. It's a great company. I, I'm going to get myself, before I leave it for on vacation, the Zach Wilson Word to Your Moms, I Came to Drop Bombs t-shirt yes that's an actual t-shirt i'm gonna wear it on the beach in north carolina gonna be awesome but if you go to this website down here in the clutch.com forward slash no creds you enter no creds at checkout you get yourself 10 percent off the order and you support the show and you also get a really really great great t-shirt great apparel so we're moving on to some local news here in Albany, the Albany you now this this uh, this team this Albany Empire team uh, they decided they uh, they went back to back on Saturday night and it was I was there at the MVP Arena uh, we have the Executive of the Year in the National Arena League Jeff Levesque. got guys football look at that that's a beautiful it's right yeah, right a it's a beautiful thing but uh, Brian I don't know if you got a chance to watch the game or not uh, did you get a chance to watch the game or or nah.
2: I mean it was two of my favorite people, Tim Drawbridge and Tom Kozlowski. So, oh course. come on, <laughs>
3: of course.
0: I still haven't seen the game, God's Jim, honest truth. I, I, I watched the, the replay
3: yet. yesterday. I watched the replay yesterday. I, I, I watched my, my my two favorite guys, Todd McCloskey and uh...
0: <laughs> <laughs> Wow. My goal, my goal is to watch it today. But like we were doing exit interviews, and uh, you know, it's just it. There was no time, but uh, yeah, it, it was the the 36 seconds I saw of the game when not, you know, meeting the two new teams joining the league and hanging out with the commissioner and, and running games and doing stuff. It was really exciting. The fa- the fans seemed very into it. I just I can't wait for my chance to watch it. That's that's my uh, that's my goal for tomorrow. It's, I was gonna watch it tonight, but then my computer kept building, and I had to come here. And now it looks like he left us, guys. So it's our show now. We do what we want. Nope, oh, she's back.
3: <laughs> Never mind.
2: Dang
3: it. I didn't our chance. We want had our chance. I not want to see my backside while well. well getting some.
2: <laughs> I'm the captain now.
3: I'm um, the captain. Look at me. I'm the captain now.
2: I'm just going to put this out there quick. Um, I need to get to the Empire next year. Uh, you haven't been to a game yet? Live? No.
3: Mm, and, bad game
2: yes bad fan i'll, I'll, I'll take ownership <laughs> well, you, well you're also busy
3: with the well you're also busy with the uh the amsterdam mohawks by June league, and champ- July. league champion by the way
2: correct the perfect game collegiate baseball league champion amsterdam mohawks best record in franchise history yes that's them um yeah i mean they not They up, they cl- <laughs> <laughs> No big deal really pitch for the year coach of the year no big deal oh okay um, let's talk about your
0: thing and it says albany empire go uh, well, back to back I, I, on the I'm screen getting, i'm
1: coming back to it so we'll talk about your it. thing
0: louie you want to talk about your it. collection i mean i mean come on uh, ryan What's how's my that How all
2: i've got is a picture right, of the captain i ain't got anything um <laughs> so no but like i mean obviously my june and july is pretty cramped up with that but i mean like the Empire season starts in what? April, right? Usually April and May is the first two months yeah, of the season. Yeah, April,
0: and uh, it might even be earlier this year because now we're adding two teams. So.
2: Right. So, you know, it's, uh, it's just, I was just one of those things where I've been don't very Don't put yourself remissed.
0: out, Brian. It's okay. We, you know, we don't need to. No, I've been Either very way.
2: remiss. Plus, you know, uh, yeah,
0: you know right. I don't need you friends. Know,
2: plus, D Scott does some D pregame DJing. So, you know, I, I should come down and see my friends, say hello. So let me get Go this straight. Some you, didn't,
0: you, didn't, you, didn't, you didn't see the, us win the 2021? The championship you didn't i did not, you see, I did not no? see you
2: win that one i, I was know.
3: there i was there
0: too i'll there you, for that one did you maybe oh no this is just a game ball sorry uh let me see did you win uh oh wait were you there when we won the uh 2022 championship no no no
3: all
1: right that's a
0: nice
3: ball you're,
0: yeah, a, crappy, you're um, a crappy friend brian ryan you're good,
2: good. i'm sorry i'm sorry
0: no you're not um, you will be though oh you will be <laughs> You will
3: be. <laughs> yeah,
2: <what's> the, <laughs> not, I'm sorry, not, I'm sorry not, that you're not doing... Not to trade for Darren Wall with a 12-round pick again. You, um, Jeff what are you doing? Uh, just sitting
3: there with a you... back up, like a box of popcorn. Just yeah. like,
0: no, no. <laughs> Brian, Watching the internal Brian's fighting of play a Godzilla play for video. some like, competitive t-ball team, and he won't come see my <laughs> football team win another championship. I've got three rings, uh, buddy. Come on now. Three,
3: three ring rings. Levesque. Oh, three rings, Levesque.
0: Right, I'm a three <laughs> ring... I remember, people call me a clown. I might as well have a three ring circus.
3: Do, do, do,
2: do, do, do. Actually, I might
3: is, have some music for that. Hang on.
2: Well, I mean, you are a certified clown, technically, right? I am.
3: No, I'm not technically. I am. <laughs> yeah. Yeah.
2: Um, no, but like, it's a shame. It's a shame on my part, though, because I, I still say to this day, the best arena sports atmosphere I ever experienced was the Arena Bowl with the Predators and the Firebirds. And for whatever reason, I was there for
3: that. I was there for that, too.
2: For whatever reason, I I have
3: been to every Albany championship football game for indoor football, indoor or arena football.
2: Yeah, for whatever reason, I just haven't haven't made it out to see the Empire yet. I went to one conquest game back in the day and I looked around and I was like, gee, I could get more people in my apartment than this. What is is this? show? Was that um,
3: from 2005 to 2009?
2: Whatever incarnation was drawing flies. I don't remember do you, which. Do well, I was know... there
3: for 2002, 2003. That's when the team was good.
2: No, this was. This was... And
3: after Pete Costanza and Ryan Venna left, it was all over.
2: Yeah, it was, it was post-Ryan. I remember that. Do you that. want to
0: hear some interesting trivia that ties the conquest into what we're doing? Go ahead. So mm-hmm. the conquests were supposed to be the Albany Warbirds, but then September 11th happened, so they became the conquest. There it is right there. That's exactly. I got, what got the happened. helmet.
3: I've got, the, now, I've got the replica mini helmet. Wow.
0: Now joining the league. Is that a league, one of one? Now joining this the is league. one of several, is but no the West Texas Warbirds.
3: I was gonna so, bring that up, but but beat me, but yeah, this that's is right. the uh, this is it's the, exactly uh, the
0: year stuff right there.
3: It's design this was the original design, original helmet. And on September eleventh, two thousand one, they were supposed to reveal the name and colors, and obviously that's that did weird. not happen. Yeah, it was uh it was a. Uh, it was quite, quite a thing, Captain Lou. Since we're on the subject of indoor football and arena football, uh, have you been to a, an indoor football game at all? I know, I know, I know. Oh, man, had I, had was a couple waiting, I was the queue. Yeah, I, okay. I, to, so
4: I remember, well, I remember I the Detroit the, Drive and
3: the Detroit, Detroit
4: Rush. Detroit Drive. Detroit Drive. Yeah, we used to drive down. <laughs> no pun intended. and um, I took my son to watch the Grand Rapids Mustangs, I think they were. Yeah, the Mustangs. The Rampage. No, the Rampage. The Rampage. Rampage. The Milwaukee Mustangs. Yes, right. Oh, okay. Yeah, and I got to tell you, the drive games were a hoot, you know, to go to. And George LaFrance was the man back
3: then. George LaFrance, yep. Yep, Did, I remember him. And wasn't the gambler quarterback for a while, Art Schliester? Art Schliester was the quarterback for the Detroit Drive, yeah. Yes. Now he's in a federal prison for his gambling. Right. machine. <laughs>
2: Ryan doesn't know anything at all about indoor football. Not at all. No,
3: I know absolutely nothing. No. Don't ask me questions. No, I love yeah.
4: arena football. I think it's fascinating. It, it'd be worth a road trip coming next year to watch you guys.
3: That'd be awesome. Well, Actually, interesting, interestingly enough, the Detroit Drive versus Albany Firebirds was my first ever okay. live arena football game. When it was the Knickerbocker Arena, not the MVP Arena.
0: Okay, That's Ryan knows so much about Ryan knows so much about arena football that when I was just a media member back in 2019, and they asked me to help vote for like the first, second team, and all the awards. I literally just had Ryan fill it out for me. I was like, I, "Here's yeah. the three I want," and I was like, "Ryan, yeah, I'm, I'm here
3: in my office at work, and I also get a text from back. Hey, you got to, you got to help me with this." I'm like, "Right, okay, what's up? And Everybody's like,
0: "Wow, you really did it! Like a lot of great work in here." I'm like, "Yeah, I, I really, I really worked hard on it. I did."
2: <laughs> it's kind of like that Fanduel commercial right now, where the guy hits the first, inning, the top of the first inning, but least Cronic comes in, and goes, "Hey, great job, you won. What are you going to do now with the rest of the game?" It's the first inning. He's like, "I put a lot of hard work," and she's like, "Watching." baseball he's like yeah 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 kind of
0: I didn't even last I just went, Ryan help
3: <laughs> yep exactly that was a conversation help me
2: well yeah because you know first when, team quarterback
3: football... all right Tommy Grady second team first team running back uh, Michael boom-boom Benson Mike boom-boom Benson wow. <laughs> right wide receiver Malachi Jones second wide receiver <laughs> Darius Quinn Prince. Sims or Quinn Sims yeah
2: <laughs> real quick by the <laughs> way speaking of Darius Prince was there actually gonna be a throwdown if Darius Prince didn't get the award he got
0: uh, I don't think it would have been pretty. I, I mean, our guys were pretty offended at that at some of the choices that were out there as is for the first but, team, uh, right? Yeah, well, first team, and and then you know, defensive player of the year could have won a couple different ways, and Iron Man could have won a couple different ways, and and that's um, why they went out and you know. won
2: by thirty, and make an example out of Carolina, well, <laughs> and, and
0: that's and that's what it comes down to is exactly. our our guys. You know, we're the number one seed. And at the awards, the individual awards banquet, we left with MVP and executive of the year. And yeah. San Antonio, who was like, you know, second to last seed, left with every other award, it felt like. So, yeah, no, there yeah. was there. It it probably did save some issues for us to uh for, to be able to get the and very deservedly. So for, for Darius to get his award.
2: Right. But no, it had, it had to be like, oh, you, we're the first seed and you gave us billboard material. Say no more. We right. got this.
0: Right. Right. <laughs> Oh my gosh. I, I was shocked Hague didn't theory. end up in handcuffs. That's all I'm saying.
3: <laughs> oh my gosh. I although I, I wouldn't be surprised the Incredible Hague being uh, You like
0: that one, huh? <laughs> oh yeah. The best well, is, is Casanova and Hague are friends now, so I was like, I'll be like
3: Supernova and the Incredible Hague.
0: It's the next it's the greatest <laughs> crossover comic ever.
3: Oh man. No, it's funny. I I I watched the replay yesterday and, and Nick and The Incredible Hague. Was given the chance to speak to the crowd after the game. I'm like, I texted guys. I go, Nick Hague should be a pro wrestler after his career, football career's done. That was a heck of a promo. Oh,
0: he he is a pro wrestler. I'm just, I don't think he can pull a punch. I think that's what the problem is.
3: No, that's true. He, he's got to be strong. He gotta do, he's got to do strong style for sure.
2: <laughs> no, it's okay. When I book him We're for stiff. the for the indie wrestling company I'm helping reopen, I'll make sure when we book him, he's punching me and no one else. That way, I take the the, the tough potato, not anybody else.
0: You couldn't take a hit from my kid.
2: Oh, please. I've taken punches before at wrestling shows. Like my daughter punches. hit
0: you so hard. I thought you were going to cry.
2: <laughs> when the hell did that happen?
0: I well, remember forever ago you were over here and she ran, she just kept beating up Katie. It was awesome.
2: <laughs> oh, please. I have, kid, I have kids beating up with bats all the time. You think this is new to me? <laughs> 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 I have a decent nephew who love taking bats to me for no good reason. It's like, what the hell? What did I do to you? What did I do to you?
3: You were, You were there. You existed.
2: Yeah, I, my existence <laughs> brings out the need to use a baseball bat on me.
0: Apparently, like, Lou is wondering why he's why he allowed us to bring him into this. That's <laughs> right
3: no, on. hey, it's all good. I learn something new every day, man. Hey, you're welcome, welcome, welcome to the uh, the nut houses, uh, the capital region. There, Lou. No, oh, <laughs> good. It's
4: all it's good.
2: It doesn't help them shape like a human pinata. Maybe that's a reason. It's I don't know. Know. Get the pinata, but.
4: <laughs> I do know that I got I I got a split here in a couple minutes. So I got a yeah you know, three thirty for work in the morning. So yeah, yeah,
3: well, uh, well, we're we're gonna we'll end things with a little bit of a moment of catharsis. So if you want, if you you, you have the option to give, uh, you have a minute or you have a minute, thirty seconds to a minute to, okay. give, to get something sports related off your chest. I'll give you a moment of that catharsis. So Captain Lou, I'll let you go. I'll let you lead off for this one. Uh, what is one sports ticket's been on your chest? or the last day or two that you just need to get out?
4: Well, I'll tell you, it's uh, my Detroit Tigers. Uh, I know it's not football-related, but okay. we, we fired Al Avila, or they fired Al Avila about a week and a half ago, and it looks like it's going to be another five to seven years of last place, 100 lost seasons. And you talk about being a masochist Lions fan. I'm a masochist Tigers fan. We went to the World Series a couple of times in the last 16 years. But – you know, it's time for the Illich family to let it go. And it's just, we had one of the best right-handed hitters of all time. We had a pitching staff of four Cy Young winners that couldn't get a World Series for us, and now we're worse than the Mud Hens. And it's just, it's tough to watch. And just, you know, come on
3: football is all I can say. Yeah. <laughs> all right, Levesque, i give you give you your moment of, for catharsis here. Uh, you know,
0: I, I think this is the thing I've 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 learned that annoys me the most as of late, and it's this over fascination with attendance. Uh, look, obviously, the empire is rebuilding our fan base. The Albany fan has been burnt before, and they're they're afraid to love again. But uh, mm-hmm. I just see these like other markets, like Jacksonville after we smoke them, and Carolina after we smoke them, and you know, Orlando. Everybody, we just slap the hell out of. Sit there and go. Only 5,000 fans, only blah, that, like, all of a sudden, that's the number that matters. The number that matters is 47 to 20. And the other number that matters is whoever was in our building this last Saturday night is way more than who was in yours because we were the number one seed and we won another title i don't like to be the arrogant jerk it's fun to play the game but it's they just they've asked for it this time you know they've rattled the cage when i get these guys who are just like yeah but you only had yeah but you only had well how many people were in the jungle how many people were in the snake pit how many people were at the shark tank you damn right katie zero so how
3: many people were at the corral
0: yeah none of them none of them And 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 by the way it'll be the same thing next year for the championship game when we win another one so worry about winning i'll worry about selling tickets and that's
3: that all right well said brian katie over to you
2: i'm gonna make it very quick about two things number one the yankee fans are freaking out over losing seven out of eight or whatever it was and just having a bad time since the all-star break shut up Pretty please. And don't come to to me because Joey Gallo happens to have hit a few home runs in the last week for the L.A. Dodgers. Shut.
3: Oh. Wow. Wow. He's so mad he froze. He dropped the mic. <laughs> <laughs> he, he dropped the camera, too.
2: 162 games of the marathon. Ooh. Let's not focus on a 10-team. Oh, boy. I'm here.
3: I mean, <laughs> um, all right. was um, it was everywhere. Yeah.
2: I don't know what that was. <laughs> it was uh, I don't know what that was. The internet's a, the internet's uh, a Yankees just, fan
0: and it doesn't
3: appreciate your crap. And, and the internet loves Joey Gallo it's too. A, it's a Blair Witch Project.
2: <laughs> all
3: right, so, 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 so
2: that's the quick number one. Yan- Yankees fans, chill okay. out. Number two, just just bring Brittany Griner home. Let's mm. get this crap over with. Bring Brittany Griner home. Thank you.
3: Just not for just not for an arms dealer with the last name, but as one of his aliases. Please. Thank you. All yeah. right. Yeah. So my moment of catharsis here is going to be directed at the uh, it's going to be directed at the National Arena League. Uh, Levac, love the Empire, love, love what you've done, with the Empire, love what my court has done with the Empire, Tom and Nas, love what you guys have done here locally. But I have to ask, why isn't their expansion closer to Albany? Albany has to travel the most miles out of any team in the National Arena League. They had to do that this season, and yet they still wound up eight and four. They saw one up as the number one seed in the playoffs, and they still took the chip. But if if uh, if Commissioner Siegfried is watching or listening, somehow maybe I'll I'll have him on in a couple. Maybe I'll have him on sometime after the season for, for for no credentials required. But I have to ask, why can't we get a more regional rival? Yes, Carolina's going to be our main rival for a while. Jacksonville was our main rival, kinda. We kind of own them a little way. We've given, we gave them, we gave one game, and we've won the rest of them since.
0: Literally gave it to them.
3: We, yeah, um, but we we need something closer. I mean, Jersey was there last year. Great, big whoop. Jersey was there, not that another kaput's. We need something regional. We need a Philadelphia. We need a Baltimore. We need a Washington. I'll take Boston as a regional rival, or Buffalo. We need something closer to Albany. We need a we need a regional rival, and we need it at least the not this expansion, but next expansion. We have to have a more regional rival because, dang it, I want to travel somewhere for an AL game. And hopefully it's out of Jeff Lovac's pocket. But I want to travel. So- <laughs> I don't pay <laughs> but,
0: for my travel.
3: <laughs> but in all seriousness, I, I, I'm hoping, you know, please, we need a regional rival. We need something closer to us. Hopefully it's next, next round of expansion we'll have that rival.
0: So I'm figure It could still happen this year. Who knows?
3: And your your mouth to God's ears, that's for sure. <laughs>
0: I do Just Everybody played each other three times this year, and our two trips were to San Antonio, the farthest they could go, and Carolina's two to were to us, the closest that they could be. So I'm just putting that out there. But, you know, hey, whatever.
3: Hey, hey back to back for the Empire. That's all, that's, I, right. that's all I could say. All right, so we're going to wrap things up. I'm going to give our guys a moment to plug whatever you want to plug. Brian, I'm going to start with you. Where can people find you? Where can people find your podcasts?
2: Yeah, you can find me on Twitter at Brian Katie. As if you've been watching on YouTube, you've been seeing right below me at Brian Katie, B-R-I-A-N-C-A-D-Y. Uh podcast White Heat. It's a pro wrestling podcast. Uh usually comes out around every Monday. And no, Jeff, do not ask why it's white heat. Don't ask that why question. Why is it white? Um it's it's <laughs> it's a wrestling term and phraseology. That's all I'm gonna say.
1: Yeah, uh, from the deep uh, south. And
2: then yep, and then my uh second podcast, well Katie's Twitter, right now is <laughs> Grab your torch and pitchforks. Um, Katie's <laughs> quarter is uh, usually every Thursday it drops. Uh, right now it's MLB-centric until the end of the season. Then uh, we'll kind of see where it goes from there.
3: President Levesque, where can people find you? Oh, just Sorry, more, three, three rings Levesque. Three rings. Levesque. That's right. Thank
0: you. you. Uh, just listen, the only thing you got to worry about is where you can find yourself during next season. $23. We'll reserve your season tickets for the 2023 season. Give us a call. 518-714-2200. AlbanyEmpireNL twenty three dollars to reserve your season tickets for the twenty twenty three season.
3: Look at that! I got an ad in, but I got no payment for it.
2: Shameless plug! Shameless ah, plug!
3: Shameless plug!
0: Shame, shame, shame for losers. <laughs>
3: <laughs> and last True. but not least, Captain Lou. Where can people find you? Well, you can find me on Twitter at the
4: real Captain Lou. You can also see my YouTube channel, the Captain Lou Sports Network. I do the Captain Lou Extravaganza podcast, which airs weekly now. It's going to be on Tuesday nights starting uh, after Labor Day. And also I'm going to be hosting the ACHA Power Play on my network where we cover the American Collegiate Hockey Association. We have guests, uh, coaches, players, you name it. That's going to be every other week. Lots going on, and I hope you can uh, check us out. Again, that's uh, the Captain Lou Sports Network on YouTube and at real captain
3: Lou on Twitter. All right. Excellent. You can find me personally here at who is Ryan MCC. You can also find all of our social media channels for no credentials required here, Twitter, Instagram, TikTok, Facebook.com, YouTube, all that stuff down here. Got some things going in the works right now with a couple other podcasts. We're going to do a crossover. We're going to be doing a, we're hoping to do a 19 crimes tasting sampling Snoop Dogg's wine. We're resampling Snoop Dogg's wine. with uh, Hopefully we'll get together with the Craft Brood Sports on that. But in the meantime, check us out, podcast, wherever you podcast. And you have been watching No Credentials Required, where you don't need a press pass to talk sports, presented by Belly Up Sports in association with Guys of Media. For all these guys here, I'm Ryan McCarthy. Thanks for joining me. We'll see you next week.
1: courtesy of Joseph McDade. Check him out and support his music at patreon.com forward slash Joseph McDade. Be sure to rate, share, and subscribe on multiple podcast platforms, including Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and Spreaker. No credentials required as a Belly Up Sports Podcast Network production in association with Godzilla Media. Thank you for listening to this Belly Up Sports
3: Podcast
1: Network product. Some said we go belly up, so we made it our name and we're still here.